But this is why people quit. It doesn't match our natural way, our natural instinct, which is to survive. And so when you're trying or want to thrive, and I know you do because you're here, right? Like you clicked on this podcast because you feel like, even if it's not in this moment, you feel like there's an element of you that can, or there's something out there for you to be the girl who can. Hi, and welcome to the Girl Who Can podcast. I am so, so happy you're here. It's time for you to remember that you are the girl who is valuable, inspiring, and deserves to live in the confidence that is uniquely yours. Because my friend, you are the girl who can, but we're also not a place that expects or promises perfection because striving and hustling for the perfect looking life, one, doesn't exist, and two, will rob you of who you were created to be. So stick around and let me remind you of how to be the girl who can with who you already are. In this podcast, we have conversations that inspire you to be productive, stay rooted in purpose, but also learn how to embrace the imperfection that is just part of the journey and remember that you're not alone in that. So hi, I'm Arissa, registered dietitian by trade, but most importantly, your friend, and I've made it my mission to live and share with you the importance of working hard, but also resting well. So I invite you to be the girl who shows up for herself as we get into today's episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the podcast. How are y'all doing? If I'm being honest, over here, it's been a bit of a low energy day for me. I just, I really don't know why. I feel like I'm just moving like a snail, and it is taking me 10 times the normal time to get anything done. My brain's just moving pretty slow, and I, there's no way I'm going to get a workout in today. I planned on it, but I just know I'm just not going to enjoy it and I'm listening to my body. It'll be just fine. And I'm a big advocate of enjoying my workouts and there are going to be days at ebb and flow and this is just one of them. I will get in the workout tomorrow. It'll be just fine. But yeah, pretty low energy day for me. I hope you guys are having a wonderful week so far. Hopefully you guys are having just a little bit more energy than me, but it's okay. We are still showing up and doing the thing. I'm sitting here with my blanket on my lap, no makeup on, just chilling, hanging out with you guys. But I actually earlier as well, I had a call with my florist, which is so exciting. Um, For those of you who are new here, I'm getting married in less than two months. Crazy to say that. Um, And in September, and I am just so beyond the moon excited. If you are a returning listener, you know what's up. We just chat a little bit about my wedding plans because we're just friends around here. So yeah, I had a call with my florist and my wedding planner. And I, every time I get on a call with my wedding planner, she is just awesome. And I feel so calm and confident. And that's what wedding planners are for, right? But she's just 10 out of 10. She was actually the previous event coordinator for my venue where we're having our wedding. And that was not planned at all. That just happened to come up after we hired her. So it was just a totally God thing and meant to be. So yeah, 
seeing the vision come to life. We had the final meeting with the florist. It was over Zoom because I'm in Texas and she's in California. So she was showing me just a bunch of different things. And yeah, just made me so excited. The florals um, obviously kind of make the venue come to life. Uh, Tyler and I wanted to choose a venue that really was beautiful on its own. So we didn't have to do much, but the florist and the flowers are just really going to complement complement the space. And I, it does give me a little anxiety that the first time I'm going to be seeing everything together is literally the day of when I walk down the aisle and everything else. But yeah, it's wild. It's going to be here right before we know. And I'm leaving to my bachelorette also next week. I wish I had a soundboard and I would like play something exciting one day. But yeah, we're going to Cabo with a few of my girlfriends next week. I'm counting down the minutes, the hours, the seconds. It is going to be so much fun. But how are you guys? Hope you're doing well. Come connect with me over on social media. That was just a little update of my life, but I love hearing from you guys and who you are, where you're living, what you're going through, what episodes you've listened to. Yeah, just who you are. If you have a dog, I really don't care. I want to know about you. So come connect with me over on social media at Arisa Lujano or at the Girl Who Can podcast. Slide in my DMs. I'm here for you. I want to create actual authentic relationships with you guys. Then we can build this community of girls who can. Am I right? So today we're going to be talking about time and goals. And as a dietitian, I see this mistake being made a lot with underestimating the time it actually takes to reach a goal. We are in it for a quick fix, for the quick money, the simple solution. And it's clearly because we live in a world of instant gratification. And when we think about health, for example, um, we just see that quick before and after on social media. We don't see the time that was actually behind that picture. And so we really just underestimate that there is time needed. There is work needed. There is follow-up needed. And there are mistakes that need to be made in order for you to reach your goals. And really, this comes from your expectations. And I encourage you to think about how your current expectations are being shaped or influence. For example, as I just mentioned, for a health journey, someone might go into a weight loss journey thinking that there is going to be a change within one month. And when there's not, you stop because the expectation came from the easiness you see on social media or people making it look easy or influencers or that before and after photo, like I mentioned, it doesn't share actually how long that transformation took or the mental work and foundations and preparation that went behind that. So really leaning into where your expectations are coming from, how they're being shaped and how they're being influenced, because we might be holding on to an expectation for yourself that isn't actually real. And we don't know the foundational work that is required before we set that expectation which then obviously might influence a faulty timeline because we're expecting ourselves to get things done within one month or even one year, you guys. Like setting big goals is a journey. Like I said, there's work needed, there's follow-up needed, there's mistakes to be made, there's growth to be made. And even if like in relationship to a, a career or a job, there can be an expectation to be making X amount by this time. And 
Yes, it's important to make specific goals. I've talked about that before. And I used to be that type of person too that would say, I am making X amount by X month, X year. And while yes, again, making specific goals can be an an important step of the journey, but when you're making those big goals, make sure you understand the foundational work that needs to be done first in order to shape your expectations to get there and to reach that goal. And where this whole, all my thoughts came from originally of why I'm making this this podcast episode, I was listening to another podcast and the person was talking about getting this deal with someone that they were reaching out to for seven years. And they were reaching out to this person over the course of seven years, multiple times within the year. I think she said like five or eight, five to eight times within that year. So do the math. That's a lot of times she tried to get this deal with this person. And you know how many people would probably give up over one year or over three years like constantly being told no, so many people would have not made it to that finish line, but she ended up getting the deal. And so the time, the energy, the follow-up, it is so, so important. And that extends the timeline sometimes. And so today, when you think about your goals, instead of being so fixated on the outcome of what you want or what you want your life to look like, be okay first with the time it's going to take to get there. And it's probably going to take more time than you think. So be okay with the energy it's going to require. And it might be more than you think as well. And I'm not saying this to daunt you, but this is really where people fail and they fall. Because when things get hard, that's when they quit. That's when they stop and they feel like, oh, I'm a failure. I can't do this. This isn't for me. But being okay with the hard, being okay with the longer time frame, getting being okay with the energy it's going to require of you builds up your resilience to then keep the consistency. And I say being okay with it because that's pretty neutral. Like I'm not saying you have to be obsessed and so happy about the fact that it's going to take longer than you think, or that's going to require more energy or maybe more work than you originally thought. But like I said, the hard builds up your resilience to then keep the consistency. You might not be meant to reach your goal alone. And a lot of us are meant to be in community. That's why I'm here with you, not in person, but your friend in your ear, because we need a community to lift us up and point us higher. Because with all of that, if you being okay with the time it's going to take, being okay with the energy it's going to require of you, being okay with the hard, being okay with the follow-up, that can allow you to set more realistic expectations in a more realistic timeline. And a lot of people, like I said, quit. They quit because they see a mountain ahead of them or they just are setting those um, unrealistic expectations for them. But when you think about it, like as humans, we are programmed to survive not thrive. What I mean by that is we're programmed to make sure we don't get hurt. We don't get killed and just like keep us keep us safe. So our minds aren't programmed to take risks. 
They aren't programmed to follow up too much or to stand out in the crowd because that is the opposite of surviving. That can put you in a position to fail. That can possibly label you as annoying. I mean, so many things that can come from that. The the fear, we are not meant naturally to put ourselves in moments or seasons of fear. We're meant to just survive. So But this is why people quit. It doesn't match our natural way, our natural instinct, which is to survive. And so when you're trying or want to thrive, and I know you do because you're here, right? Like you clicked on this podcast because you feel like, even if it's not in this moment, you feel like there's an element of you that can, or there's something out there for you to be the girl who can. You want to thrive. I know that. That's why you're here. So really reflect on this and reflect on the timeline you're setting for yourself and put yourself in positions to thrive. That might mean fail. That might mean a label um, that you're uncomfortable with. But knowing yourself first and knowing that you are the girl who can and you are not following the norm, that's how you, um, that's how you make the most of your timeline. And also maybe you're just giving up too early. Like I said, we are setting ourselves up and thinking that our goals should be reached in a shorter time frame, And that's not necessarily true as hopefully I am painting the picture for you, but Um, You might have clicked on this podcast thinking that you were going to get a blueprint on how to speed up the timeline to reach your goals. And that's not what I'm telling you today. So sorry. But the waiting seasons are actually the most telling. This is from personal experience that when I am just waiting on something, it can be very hard. But as a Christian, I am also a big believer that God uses you in the waiting season and I think in a waiting season, it can be easy to just pray for something maybe one, two, three times and think if it's not answered, then God can't hear you or God's abandoning you or you feel lonely because you can't see the actual physical outcome being manifested out in the way that you're asking for it. Um, But that's inaccurate. We have a God of generations, you guys. So sometimes he doesn't answer prayers immediately because he is doing work within your waiting season um, to prepare you for what's to come. And maybe he doesn't answer a prayer within your waiting season in relationship to your goals because you're not ready for that goal. Have you ever considered that? This was like a big realization for me because we not... A prayer might not be answered because you might not be able to maintain or sustain that goal if it were given to you immediately. Maybe you're wanting X amount of money. Would you be able to steward it well? Maybe you're wanting a physique goal. Would you be able to maintain that and use your body for good and not in vain? Maybe you're wanting X job. Have you set foundations that that job requires, like maybe a leadership skill? And maybe the answer is yes for that situation, for the job situation. You feel like you have all the qualifications, you have have the skills and you've been working so hard to get X job and you just can't find it or it's not falling in your lap. Um, but have faith. That's what I wanna just encourage you guys with today. Have faith that there is a reason why 
you are being kept in this season of waiting. And don't quit praying. Don't quit trying. Don't quit asking. Don't quit following up because in those individual actions comes faith. And I remember when I moved here, here meaning Texas, I'm from California, I applied for like 40 plus jobs. I had a little spreadsheet and all of them were no, 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 no. Like that is defeating. Defeating where I feel like, well, I can't like, but I couldn't just give up, right? Like I can't just not have a job, can't just not have some sort of income. So, but, but using that example, because it could have, I could have gotten to my 20th no and been like, I'm in the wrong profession. Like I'm not, this is, I'm clearly not cut out for this. No, I kept trying 40 plus jobs later, I found a yes. So just don't stop trying. Keep the faith and keep taking action. And I'm not calling you weak if you do say no. Like there are times and places to reevaluate. But I'm just trying to make you guys aware that this is how we're programmed to survive and to fall captive to a no and just stop and put a wall in front of us. So just Please go against the narrative and take the risk so then you can be that one at the finish line. I believe that for you. And that's why I'm sharing this with you. I know there is somebody that just needs to hear this today. And when you hear the no or the waiting season is really long, I also just want to acknowledge that I know that is freaking hard. The thoughts that come with the waiting season that try and creep in like, this isn't for me. I'm a failure. I'm a loser. Others are better than me. I'm behind the comparison, you know, all of those different things. Um, That's a real thing, but there has to be this voice that tells you that you know if others can't see your value, then you just have to keep showing them and you have to show up for yourself because you know your value. So knowing your value first and setting goals and expectations that are attached to your values helps you take action based on your values and based in confidence as well, because you know who you are. Value-based goals are ultimately aligned with your core beliefs and what truly matters to you. So then it's just more meaningful. So pursuing these goals and not giving up and being okay with a longer time frame timeline can bring um, a sense of purpose to not give up and enjoy the journey or ensure that you are moving towards something that is going to bring fulfillment to your life. Because when your goals are rooted in your values, you're more likely to stay motivated as well and committed to the process. Even when facing a bump in the road, challenges, setbacks, a bit of a failure, your values provide a deeper emotional connection to whatever that outcome or goal aspiration is. Um, So I'm huge on just making goals that are rooted in your values and also knowing obviously what your values are because that brings value to you and enhances your confidence. And it really also enhances your decision-making because having value-based goals helps you make decisions more confidently. Like you can be more decisive because when faced with choices, options, shiny objects, a different route, a different path, You can weigh them against your values and choose a path that resonates with your beliefs and it helps you just remain authentic to who you are and who you were made to be and who God called you to be. 
Um, so again, value-based goals and knowing your values increases a foundation for your resilience. I am a huge on just this word resilience because even in tough times, you can find the strength to preserve. You know that you are working towards something meaningful, which is attached to your values. So there's just so much enhanced focus um, because you are focusing on what truly matters to you and your efforts, like the things that you do will be more effective and powerful and purposeful. So hopefully this makes sense. And ultimately, you know, this will contribute to your overall well-being because setting unrealistic expectations um, can set you up for failure, right? Like you can continuously put that pressure on yourself that is unrealistic. And then, yeah, you for sure will be kind of kept in this stillness of fear because you feel like you can't do anything. But really, it might just be the expectation that you're putting on yourself and not giving yourself the understanding that it might take longer than you think, might require more energy than you think. But having the faith, keeping the actions to not give up, to persevere will keep you at, will get you to that finish line. Um, And I believe in you. You have me on your side. But like I said, I hope all of this made sense and it resonated with you. Even if you're just taking one little nugget out of this conversation, I want to know what that is. So screenshot this, put it on your story, tag me at the girl who can podcast or at Aris Lujano. I want to know what you learned and who you are and also what you want more out of the show. I love hearing your guys's feedback. I read everything myself. So I appreciate you if you could write a review. Also, if you haven't over on Apple Podcasts, it really helps the growth of the show. If you are really any platform would be helpful, but if you have an iPhone, it's a purple icon podcast, click that, search the girl who can, click on my face, scroll down, write a review, and I would appreciate it so, so much. But I hope you guys have a wonderful rest of your week. We will chat obviously next week as well, but until then, have a great rest of your day, guys. Bye. Bye.